The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Well, hello out there. I hope everybody is doing well and enjoying or getting to enjoy some of the aspects of summer wherever you live. Um, And if you're listening to this in an area where you're in another season, I hope you're enjoying that season because I know that uh, the seasons are different, obviously, all over the world. Um, and those of you that are on the, um, what, where is it, the Pacific Northwest where you're just getting unbelievable temperatures. Oh, my gosh, I wish you, I'm sending you energy of cooling and rain cooling and and calming everything down over there and where the fires are. So sending all these best wishes out there. Um, So, yeah, we have um, a a good talk today. But one of the things that I I wanted to ask my listeners, I've got a group of wonderful, dedicated listeners, and I appreciate you all. I don't say that enough. Um, you, You give me a reason to work. So that I can share what these messages are that come to me that I have within me to help um, empower the ones within you. So I appreciate you constantly coming back. We help each other. We we feed off of each other. We're an interdependent team. And so uh, I appreciate that and just want to let you know how much I appreciate it. And one of the other things that I would greatly appreciate is write me and let me know what it is you would like to listen to or have me speak on or have me do. Do you want me to do more readings? Do you want me to do uh, some mediumship connections or or just talk on specific topics or subjects that you might be having issues with or think would be very helpful if you hear some spiritual insight on? Write me at info. Info, I-N-F-O, at vincentjenna.com. That gives me, that makes the the email stand out. That way you don't get mixed up with the thousands of other emails that I get on a daily basis. So info at vincentjenna.com. And just let me know what you would like to hear me talk about. This, This is a station, this is an entire network, Unity Online Radio, to help you to serve you in some way, to give you some um, 
insight and information to help you be able to create the life you want and fulfill your dreams. I mean, that's what our purpose is here, make things easier. And of course, life has not been easier. And I'm I'm different than a lot of the other luminaries out there and, and hosts on the show um, where they, you know, a lot of wonderful positive information comes out, whether it be in a trance, whether it be in a psychic reading. I mean, everybody, it just, I know, it just has such fabulous messages from Temple Hayes to um, Suzanne Giesman and Lisa Williams and Sonny Dawn Johnston, um, who joined us. I was so um, thrilled to know that she became she got on the show, Laura Wooster, uh, Kelly Sullivan Walden. These are all people, and Diane Ray, of course, Pasquale, Diane Ray. Um, you want to be able to take the time to listen. I mean, when you're at the gym, it's the greatest thing. My book editor was at the gym, and she, you know, she, once you get on the treadmill or the stair climber or uh, the elliptical, you need that time to go by fast. That is perfect time to listen to a podcast and download uh, because you're opening up. You can zone out. When you zone out, you actually absorb more. So download any of these hosts' podcasts and listen to them. And you get a variety. Look, obviously, we're at Unity Online Radio, so we have a similar core base in, in a lot of our beliefs. And they alter here and there, but not by much, really. We know the path that we should be on. So that's where we're similar here. However, you're going to hear different personalities. You're going to hear different ways of the same thing being said, maybe. And it one, with one host, it sinks in better than another host. But it's, it's always advantageous to listen to as much and as many as you can. It keeps you in that realm. A matter of fact, I am doing a course coming up starting August 10th. You can find out more about it if you go to my website. It's called, Are You Using All Your Powers? And it's a four-week course, and I'm going to be really helping people tap into all their talents, no matter what they are, not just to become a psychic or a medium, but if you're an artist, if you're a writer, if you're an engineer, you're a mathematician, you're a doctor, you're a nurse. It doesn't matter what skill, ability, talent, or passion you have. You can expand it to unlimited levels. That's what you're meant to do, is really expand upon. So this course is going to be about expanding upon. And one of the things that I will be teaching is constantly feeding yourself spiritual information. Look, you can turn the news on morning, noon, and night. And the, I am not one to talk against the news media or any media. If you've listened to me for a long time, you know my stance on media. Media does not shape society. Society shapes media. And I'll have that argument, deaf, dumb, and blind with any psychologist or psychiatrist because the information they keep getting and the research they keep doing is is confounded, meaning that there's too many variables coming into play when they're doing this research, so they cannot come out with legitimate results. So we shape the media. 
If the media shaped us, it would be making millions on every single movie and television show it put out there. But it doesn't. They fail left and right all over the place. The number of television shows and movies and documentaries that media puts out is so much more than what you see. You don't even get to see some of the shows they put out because they're canceled the day they're put out because of not enough positive response from the society, from from the United States or anywhere where these these shows are being put out, right? So then if media shaped us, then we would be influenced and accept everything it gave us, but we don't. So the point is, I don't even remember what my point is, is why I started it talking about the media is you need to be, I, I know what it is. You need to be filling yourself with all this positive stuff. Like you watch the news and there's going to be all this negative stuff on because that's what they do. They share the information of what's going on in the world. And so you keep feeding yourself just any of the negative or you focus just on the negative, you are not going to empower your skills and abilities. You're actually going to restrict them and restrain them from the negativity. So the more you feed yourself wonderful information, enlightening, empowering, no matter how many times you hear it, no matter how many different ways you hear it, it, it actually is stimulating and it stimulates your skills, your internal abilities, your mindset, your beliefs. So that's one of the things you want to do. And that's why you want to listen to all different hosts here. At least, you know, many of the hosts, if not all of them here, I've not had a chance to listen to them all, but at least, you know, that there is such an incredible group of hosts here with such incredible things to say that it's not like you have to go very far in order to get positive information. You're right here. And believe me, they don't pay me anything. They don't pay me anything, period. And they certainly don't pay me to advertise Unity Online Radio. It's just I'm very proud to be part of an organization that has so many incredible luminaries here. And especially in a place that's easy to get. A lot of the luminaries, you can't hear what they're saying unless you go to one of their events and you pay a lot of money and you travel or you you do it online. They, they do charge. And I'm not saying don't do that because they're fabulous and wonderful, but this is all free. So feed yourself, feed spiritual wisdom and knowledge, feed that into you. And then don't be afraid to make a donation if you want. Uh, because really, um, if you know anything about prosperity, you should be tithing 10%, 10% of your money, your time, and your talents. Tithing. It was a formula in the Bible. I believe it was Solomon who had said, tithing 10% of yourself and your skills and your money to that which feeds you spiritually. And why the 10%? It's interesting. Everybody keeps asking that question, but it actually is a simple answer. It's not until you tithe that much that you feel that you're giving. How many times do you give a buck to somebody? You, you let somebody, you're, you're with a friend and you pick up the soda. I'm going up to, um, I, I was at the ball game, you know, um, not too long ago with a couple of friends of mine. 
and I was going up for a drink, and my friend wanted a drink, and he said, um, here, let me give you a couple of bucks. I said, no, don't worry about it. I got it. So, so we do those kinds of things all the time, or if somebody needs some change or at the supermarket. Yeah, my wife was shopping the other day, and she, and, and she finished checking out, and then went, oh, my God, I forgot to get something. And she went and she got this. It was a $3 item. And um, so she went to get back in line, and the woman who was up in the front by the register checking out said, oh, give it to me. I'll check it out for you. And then when my wife went to give her money for it, she didn't want it. So we do those things all the time. But believe it or not, that's not tithing because we don't feel it as much because it's only a couple of cents. Yes, a couple of cents to some people is a million dollars to others, but they're not the ones that are giving those that anything out. Right. They don't have it to give. So the 10%, it's the same thing as why does water boil at 210 degrees Fahrenheit? It's a formula. It's a based on energy. When you give out 10% and you tithe or donate at least 10%, you feel that coming out of your pocket. And you should feel it coming out of your pocket. And you should feel it with joy. Because then it comes into your world twice fold. That's the formula. Give until it feels like you're giving. So it feels like you're making a difference. So it feels good. Don't give it and going, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm giving this much. Holy cow, this is terrible. You give it to feel that you're giving it. And all those, all those other wonderful little altruistic choices that you make feel good, too. But, man, when you're donating to that which makes you feel special about yourself and one with spirit and empowers your life, there's nothing like it. There was nothing like it. I was taking a Prosperity Plus class in my Center for Spiritual Living. I belong to a Center for Spiritual Living out here. Uh, in the Raleigh area, um, and they're the same. Unity, I, I've got. I go to Unity centers as well. I attend there as well. Once I've got friends in both areas, they're both common. Which, by the way, they should be getting together and having one center, because it is one belief, and we don't want to keep separating our belief systems. Well, in any case. I was taking the Prosperity Plus class, and it was wonderful. And I was totally against tithing because um, having been a member of the Catholic Church, I remember that the priest refused of the, of the local church to come by and say some prayers for my parents who were ill because they weren't members of the church and contributing to the church. So the priest didn't come. And I was like, you know, that's not the type of stuff that I like. So uh, the money bit was a, had a, I had a problem with. But I was taking this Prosperity Plus class, my wife and I, and we were like, we're going to commit to it 100%. Oh, my gosh. So we started tithing, you know, each week with the salaries we were both making. It wasn't bad. I have to tell you something. I was on... The first time I was on Coast to Coast AM radio with host George Nori. 
It's one of the largest radio stations in the world. He has over 540 affiliates, and I'm talking FM broadcasting affiliates throughout the United States and then even more um, in the rest of the world. So we're talking about millions hearing his broadcast, and he broadcasts everything, anything and everything metaphysical, paranormal, spiritual, you get a lot of people listening. So the first time I was on, we were talking about me, how I gained my abilities as a psychic, and he just kept promoting me and talking about me and talking about me and talking about me. Well, that was on a Monday morning, and and he is on from like 12 to 4 Pacific time. So I'm here in the East Coast, so I was on from 3 until 6. Eastern time. That Thursday when we went to class, my wife and I handed a check in that I never expected to get. See, the the listeners kept booking readings with me. Ka-ching, 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 ka-ching. It was unfriggin' believable. And we had we took 10% of that. And we wrote it proudly, also inspirationally, to let the other class members know none of the other class members tied that much because nothing like that happened to them. Nobody won the lottery, but it was like we were winning the lottery because of all the bookings I got. And they all paid for them ahead of time in one and two days. The next day, the same thing was going on. It was never-ending. I was booked for over six months full time and walked in and handed that check in during the class because that's what we do when you're in a prosperity class. Part of the class itself is tithing and they accumulate it and they show you how much the class had had increased their the their financial abundance. It wasn't all about financial abundance, of course. It was about love, relationships, health, all of those things, and finances as well. And so the tithing was focused on that. And man, I can't tell you what that felt like to know that I was able to do that. And it was so I felt so grateful to be able to give that 10%. I felt so grateful. So why why am I even talking about this? This isn't what I was planning on talking about. But what I was telling you is feeding your spiritual food, wherever you get your spiritual food from, you tithe 10%. But in actuality, you're giving to yourself constantly. There's different ways of giving to yourself, right? Taking classes and the word take, you're taking from the expert and you're giving to yourself, okay? You're listening right now to this show, so you're taking from what I am saying and feeding and giving it to yourself. So when you are donating or tithing or doing anything altruistic, even though it seems like you're giving, you're actually taking the joy of whoever is receiving and feeding it to yourself, the joy, the gratitude from what someone else is receiving is what you take as a gift for yourself. Got to understand that. This is a two-way street. It really is about 
receiving, 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 even though we keep using the word giving. Giving is about receiving. When you give help to someone, you receive the joy of having done that. Right? You, you receive. And it isn't just about giving. Life isn't here about just doing service. You're not here to do service. You're here to receive, to receive blessings, to receive knowledge and wisdom of who you are, to receive empowerment, to receive all the joys of life. And you don't give for no reason at all. You give to receive. I forgot long, long time ago, um, before I was even on the spiritual journey, so it was younger than 28 years old, maybe I was about 27, and I had heard psychologists, and I don't know who the psychologist or the psychiatrist is, it could have even been a philosopher, and he had said and stated there is no such thing as a selfless act. And I was in total disagreement of that. I said, what do you mean? Everything is selfish. And going through my experience now, I have completely changed my mind. He's absolutely right. There is no such thing, nor should there be anything such as a selfless act. Because we're meant to receive with all we do. Of course, we're meant to receive goodness with all we do. And there is nothing wrong with that. And it's a proof in the story of the creation, God created the firmaments of the land and the lights and the, and the animals and the creatures of the earth and saw it was good. That's literally written in the Old Testament of any Bible, the story of creation, chapter one, and saw it was good, and went on and on and on and on, and saw it was good. What do you think that and saw it was good is about? It's about God's spirit receiving joy and favor from himself having done something good. That's a joy. When you see something good, you can translate that. I felt good about what I did. I felt good. What is that? That is a receipt. He received. It received. She received. Joy. Fulfillment. That's a receipt. You're receiving that. You're not giving that. Spirit may have given life to the universes, but in return, it received joy. Possibly even pride. It sort of was good. So obviously it, what that, it had a level to it. Oh, wow. I wonder if he still feels the same way about the avocado. You know, maybe, it, I mean, the avocado is so good and it's so good for us, but there's more pit than there is fruit. So I'm wondering. Right. Or the mustard seed, which is interesting. Spirit created the smallest little seed that, that grows the, the biggest bush which is unbelievable. I don't think those were mistakes then. It just made us give us something to contemplate. We receive contemplation and wisdom, right? So today, I really, we weren't just talking about that, but I just wanted to let you know 
that empowering yourself. And it's going to segue right into what I was planning on talking about today is dealing with all, okay, we've not gotten over the coronavirus yet. And I did not expect we were going to get over the coronavirus. If you were listening to me in January, I was doing my predictions. What did I say? And if you don't believe me, go back and listen to it again. I said things were going to reside and appear to become resolved with the vaccinations. The more people that were getting vaccinated, the numbers would go down. Remarkably go down, significantly go down. However, I also said because of that, people were going to be gaining a false confidence and there was going to be a tremendous spike, if not worse than the original, in August. And what are we seeing now? Well, we just heard on our news that the numbers went up significantly, mostly with those who have not been vaccinated. However, there was in our area, I don't know about your area, but in North Carolina, we actually had 6% of the new coronavirus cases were those with vaccinations. However, again, another caveat, the symptoms weren't as severe. So it's not that you cannot get the coronavirus, it's that you most likely will not have those severe symptoms. So it'll be a less than a flu kind of feeling. But why are the numbers increasing? We're not handling it. We want to make believe it's all done. We didn't fix ourselves, but you see, this is part of our reputation here on earth. We're going to talk more about this on the other side so that you know how to deal with this. What should you do going out there in the world today? I will tell you what I feel. Now, I am not a medical doctor, and I'm certainly not Dr. Fauci. However, I am connected, just as you're connected, with spirit, with source, with all the other guidance, and I've learned to remove the filter of fear so that I can hear the intuition and the guidance as best as possible. Well, I want to share that with you when we get back. But I can tell you this. We need to be paying attention and do more work, just as we need to do more work spiritually. Just because you're listening to the show and doing your homework doesn't mean you're done. We've got a lot of that ingrained stuff we have to take care of. So you're listening to the Stop Stopping Yourself show. Um, And I am your host, Vincent Jenna. And we talk about the deep stuff here primarily so that you can get out of your way and create the absolutely beautiful, magnificent life you deserve. Stay with me. We're talking more about this and how to deal with life today and the rest of the days. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. 
Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. Well, welcome back. If you're just joining me, I'm talking about a lot of different stuff today, mostly about how to empower all of your abilities by feeding yourself a lot of spiritual wisdom and that we don't ever give without receiving and that it's actually all about receiving because we receive some kind of reward or joy or growth in everything that we give one way or another. Now, if you give positive, of course, you receive positives. People ask me, well, what happens if you do something negative? Well, then you'll receive negative, but it's still all about receiving. So now I wanted to focus on how to deal with what's going on again in the world. Here's, here, here's the thing. This is like a pattern, and I need to point out this pattern so that people understand it and truly see what's happening in your life, even spiritually or um, in your evolvement or growth. We keep thinking we're changing and we keep thinking that we're doing enough. Well, I'm working hard. I have a lot of clients that call me and I talk about their past and I talk about the scars that they have and how they've been hurt and how that's possibly getting in their way today. And it inevitably, I, I have most of them turning around and saying, but I've done so much work on myself. You know, I've gone to counselors and I've done all of this wonderful work and read all these books and taken classes and I've changed my life. Um, Why do I still have that? And I'm like, seriously, you, you, you think it gets all done just because you've done a little work on it or some work on it or 10 years work on it? It's a lifetime of work. That's why we came here. To have a lifetime of experience, you have to put in a lifetime of work. And the the only problem with that is the worse your story in the beginning, the more work you wind up having to put in to counter it also. So it's not like you're just coming here and you just started school and kindergarten and you get to go all the way up until you decide to go to college and get your degrees there and go on to get your doctorate. Then you're done. That's not the way it is. If you want to use that as a metaphor or an example, just think of how many times people start out at school and then situations arise. Somebody is sick at home. Um, you didn't get the your school loan, whatever. You become sick, some issue, get into a car accident, anything that can happen, and it delays the continued learning. So the more intense your beginning story is, the more work you have to continue doing. Now, that's just this lifetime. Now you want to add up all the lifetimes and all the possible lower choices you've made or situations you've been through that are detaining your continued growth. So it takes a little bit longer. So why would we then think that we started this pandemic before 2020 And then it's going to be over in a year or a year and a half. Done. Poof. We can wipe our hands. Go. 
remember, we are the coronavirus. We are the disease. We're the bacteria. We're the virus. We're everything. The four stages of consciousness is understanding that life does not happen to you. Life does not happen for you. Life does not happen through you. Life happens as you and as me. Now, has much changed since the beginning of the coronavirus? Okay, we've separated and we have the social distancing or the physical distancing, whichever way you want to call it. Wash our hands more, or we did. I don't see people washing their hands as much anymore. We were wearing the mask to be protective. We may have even gone out and gotten the vaccination, even though I know there's some people listening right now that have not gotten that vaccination for whatever reason. And what is the reason why you don't want to do that? Right? Now, I'm not here to tell you what to do, by the way, just so that you know, but I am here to tell you how you make your decisions and what you're basing them on. And don't say you're basing your decisions on all spiritual foundations and information, because you're not. You're basing them on fears. Even to get it can be based on a slight fear, but actually it's more if you're getting it for the right reason, which is what I and my wife have discussed, you're getting it for cautious reasons. You're getting it for the practicality that we are in a society that is could be carrying something that is deadly and harmful. Whether I believe I'm capable of healing or not, the next person's not necessarily capable of believing that. And I may carry that on my skin. I may carry that, I don't know, in my system, even though it's not affecting me. And there I am talking with my grandkids or my children or my friends or strangers at the store. And I'm passing it on to them. So it doesn't make a difference what I believe about me. It makes a difference as to what I believe about the rest of the world as well. And so I didn't choose to get vaccinated out of fear, even though I will tell you this, if my spiritual um, confidence or faith waves a little, just a little, or wanes, that's probably a better word, wanes a little. And I can then become susceptible. Look, I already had a heart attack because I wasn't paying attention to myself, even though it didn't cause any damage. But I had it. I'm capable of having a heart attack. I have back pains also. I've gotten older. I've not always done everything that I should have had. And then there was an injury I wasn't paying attention to in the process of helping a hospice patient. That's what really wound up herniating a disc in the lower part of my back. I'm dealing with it. I'm doing great. Don't get me wrong. But there's still things that happen. We're in a physical world. I get flat tires. You know, I even had root canals. Oh, wow, I'm not perfect. Ah, let me tell you, if Jesus was stayed on the earth long enough, I can assure you he might feel plantar fasciitis, especially walking on all that rock in just flat sandals. Oh, my God, yes, I don't care how much he could have healed it. 
he was going to have to walk on water a lot more in order to stop getting any, you know, bone spurs or age stuff like that. Yeah, he could have. But we were in a physical world. He didn't stop feeling pain when he was crucified. That was his point. He didn't stop the crucifixion. And he didn't stop from being killed to start with. So... There, there is a whole metaphor there to let us know that we are in a physical world. So I'm going to take cautions. We got a virus going around and it's spreading pretty rapidly. So well, let me go get a vaccination and take care of it just to be sure. So it wasn't based out of fear. To me, it was based out of wisdom. Now, there are some people that do and can have adverse reactions. I know my sister-in-law has tremendous allergies to certain things that uh, can be almost life-threatening. So though my brother had the, you know, the vaccination, she chose not to, just out of concern that it might have an ill effect on her. I mean, it's had on past people. So she's being extra cautious and wearing masks and washing her hands and doing that stuff. But we've not changed a lot. Look at the people. Look at how overconfident they are. Look at those who refuse because they believe it's a conspiracy. And they're walking around carrying it. Now, you get this 4th of July, there were thousands of people on the beach. So that's what's happening is people losing the idea of why we need to take care of this with each other. It's not about curing the virus. It's about curing our unspiritual ills. That's what this is about. So, to boost your immune system, again, you've got to feed your positive power. You've got to feed your love, but not just love and not just confident. Sitting there all day long and saying, I am God, I am God, I am God, isn't going to accomplish boop kiss. But I am God, let me now do something with that, is. Let me now have compassion for my neighbor. Let me now be kind and helpful. Let me now bring peace to my family and my friends. Let me now make them laugh. Let me help them make have a good time. Let me appreciate myself. Let me love myself more. Let me wear a mask to show that I care about myself and others. Let me take the proper steps in life to care about my body. Let me eat right. You see, if you listen to what I'm saying, I'm talking about all the positive aspects of life because the positive aspects of life are all God traits. All the negative aspects of life are all the lack of God traits. Walking in the dark side. So yes, you've got to do something with these classes. Let me listen to Unity Online Radio and shows like this so I can do something with it. This information has been out there. This is ancient 
information and knowledge and wisdom. We're saying it differently, but it's ancient. So think about this for a moment. If the wisdom has been out there this long, why do we still have all the troubles we have? Because wisdom, a library, a bookstore is meaningless. Even those going into the bookstore and purchasing the books or taking it out in the library it are all meaningless behaviors. Why? Unless you plan on doing something with that information, if that information is not applied, assimilated, used in some way, it is meaningless. So I don't care how much ancient wisdom is out there. You have to use it and apply it. As you use it and apply it, you can step into the world with the way it is now. Does that mean you might have to stay home a little bit more? Do not be surprised. The mandates are coming back in again. We've got to nip this in the bud. We cannot let it get out of hand. And this is a sign. If it's getting out of hand again, it's telling us, hey, people, you have more work to do. Remember, the work never ends. The caring never ends. The compassion never ends. The love never ends. It continues. You've got to keep doing it with yourself. When I'm working with my clients, I ask them, well, how many conversations have you had with the little you today? How many conversations did you have with Source today? How many conversations did you have with any of your guides or, or questions that you ask? How many times did you do that? Well... I was busy today because I had to take care of my grandkids or I was busy today because I had to repair the house. I don't care. There, I am talking, I was just doing, putting up shelves last night and I had a conversation with God about the entire thing. And also with Jesus, I figured he was a carpenter. He could really help me with putting up the shelves in my garage. He did. Oh, I go, what should I do? I was missing some screws. I had to go to the store, get some screws. I was missing the beams when I was trying to put up the shelves. He told me what to do. Get, he helped me. I have conversations all day long. I don't want to just live this life by myself. It's boring. And it's hard to get through. Have conversations with yourself all day long, every day. Which source? Feed yourself positive information. If part of you is saying, oh, what am I going to do? I don't know. I can't. I don't, do I have the faith that Vince is talking about? Have that conversation. Open it or say it out loud. Okay, stop. Or where is this coming from? I will share with you my 3A system. The first day is awareness. Become aware of any of the negative feelings and statements you're thinking, saying, or believing your doubts, your fears, all of that is negative. Anything that even smells close to being negative and not positive, right? And, and if I have to start defining negative again, I will. I will. Negative is anything that may make your hair stand on end, may give you an emotional surge of not feeling good energy. Um, it, 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 I'm not talking about a caution. I'm not talking about, oh, my gosh, it's pouring rain outside. I better take an umbrella with me. That's not fear. That's not doubt. That's not negative. That's wisdom. I'm talking about, oh, my God, it's raining outside. Not only do I have to take an umbrella, but now I have to worry about getting a pneumonia or I'm going to get the coronavirus because it's raining. And if it's raining, I'm going to get wet. And if I get wet, I might get too cold. I'm, my resistance goes down every time. Every time I get wet, I wind up doing 
That's what I'm, I'm exaggerating, but that's what I'm talking about, the difference between fears and doubts and, and cautions. Well, I don't know if I should do that. Um, I was never able to do that before. Oh, oh, I don't know if I can, you know, if it's good to go to the store right now. That's not good. Uh, there's too many people out there. I can get sick. You know, that's different. That's not caution. That's still fear. Caution is, all right, well, there's been a lot of people going right now. I'll wait. Let me wait a little bit. I don't need I don't need to get anything right now. I'll wait a little bit. Or I can go. I'm just going to wear my mask. Let me take my hand sanitizer. I'll be sure to wash when I get home. Keep my social distance from people. I'll just pay attention to that a little bit more. That's caution. That's smart. So anything that's negative, be aware of. Be aware of. Then the second thing, the second A, is acknowledge. Acknowledge where your fear is coming from. And I'm not talking about the root idea of the fear itself. I'm talking about every fear, every negative feeling, every doubt is not coming from the adult you. All adults are rational, reasonable, reliable, stable, and intelligent, at least most of them. There are always outliers. So whenever you hear me make a statement, I'm referring to the majority of people. I'm not referring to the outliers and the ignorant people who may have problems. But all others are rational, reasonable, reliable, and stable. And I know it doesn't sound like they are. But children aren't. Children exaggerate. Children become emotional. Children have temper tantrums. Children can't control themselves. So therefore, all your fearful thoughts, beliefs, and doubts come from the child within you, not the adult thinking mind or the intuitive mind. So the first day is stop and be aware of the negative part of you that's coming out. The second A is acknowledge that it is coming from the child within you. So every time I have a doubt, a fear, an anger even, anger, it's coming from little Vinny. Little Vinny is in there. Little Vinny was tormented. Little Vinny went through the hurts. Little Vinny went through that story. Yes, maybe adult Vinny shared some hurts and pains too, but it was only because it was being manifested at that point by little Vinny. So acknowledge it's coming from that inner child. The third A, affirm the truth. Do not allow yourself to leave just a negative thought without doing something about it. Because that's training your subconscious mind so that the next situation that comes up, you will automatically respond with the negative, the same kind of negative responses you're having now, because that's what you're feeding your subconscious mind on how to respond. So you want to affirm the truth for the little guy or the little girl inside you. 
no, there's nothing to be afraid of. You're in control of this. Everything is going to be okay. You're much more powerful. You're connected to something greater. You are something greater. You're magnificent. You're divine. I'm just going to remind you that. I know you're afraid. I know you've been through hell in the past, but we've got this, you and me. We've got this. We're going to be okay. I just got off the phone with my book editor and little Vinny wanted to say a whole bunch of things. And I was like, no, little Vinny, listen to me. You wouldn't even have an editor if you weren't good. You wouldn't even have the opportunity of having your book published if it wasn't good to start with. So stop and think about that. I had to have that conversation right away because little Vinny wanted to jump in. I knew exactly what he was going to start saying. So be aware. This is the work you do on a daily basis. I don't care if you think it's trite. I don't care if you've done it before. I don't care if you think it is boring. I will tell you it is absolutely necessary. And if you don't do the work, you're not evolving. You're getting stuck. You're stopping yourself. You're sabotaging yourself. You're getting in your way. And quite honestly, don't tell me you've manifested every single thing you want in life. And there's some of you who have, and that's fabulous, and that's great. You should be one of the hosts on this radio station then to teach everybody else how to manifest as great as you're manifesting. And maybe that's exactly what you're doing. Maybe I've got some listeners out there who's some hosts out there. Hello, you're wonderful and great. Thank you for sharing your work. So continue sharing it. Go teach others. But for the rest of us that are not necessarily manifesting every single thing we want and desire and deserve, I've given you the answer to how to do that. You must continue to do the work. Reading alone how to simplify manifesting. Oh, my gosh, there's a plethora of books now just on manifesting alone, the law of attraction. I think Hay House just came out with five new ones just recently by different authors. Wonderful, and it's great. Like I said, it's great to read that information, but the information alone and the new way of doing it and the new modality, whatever it is, is not going to change anything. You have to consciously do it. Oh, I just had a great conversation with some people recently. There's a great book that my wife and I just hooked up with and are listening to by Michael Pollan called You Can Change Your Mind. And it's about the mind-altering drugs that we used, LSD and magic mushrooms or psilocybin, the chemical that comes from them, to give that God experience that they experienced back in the 60s. I didn't realize how much LSD research there was and, and how doctors were attempting to use it. And it did help patients, um, alcoholics, severe alcoholics who could never stop or, or veterans who had PTSD released all of that with even just one use and experience, a, a controlled experience with LSD. Then of course it became a pleasure drug. And then the government stepped in and stopped all use of psychedelic drugs but I was just listening to that on how they were releasing. And here, the discussion that I had is that's all well and good and wonderful. There's ayahuasca out there in the spiritual community. And I hear all the different colleagues and friends that have tried ayahuasca and they purged up all their darkness. They purged up all their darkness. And I have to tell you right now, they didn't purge out the other end. Let me tell you something, because unless... 
you consciously and verbally deal with that which has hurt you, scarred you, is filled inside of you, it's still going to be there. Smoking some dope and drinking some ayahuasca and eating some magic mushrooms aren't going to get rid of the issues because you're trying to bypass the evolutionary process. It's all about choices we make, not just eliminating by using some product, right? That's like taking pain pills. Everybody is taking a pain pill to get rid of the pain. You're right. It does get rid of the pain, but it doesn't get rid of the cause of the pain. So the ayahuasca momentarily can oh my God, I'm sure the experiences are great. I've never myself used any of that. Though when I was younger, we did try mushrooms, blah, 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 but not enough to have a God experience. There is the God dose, according to Michael Pollan. There is a God dose where you have the psychedelic experience. And it's spiritual. It's very spiritual. You basically see, feel God. It's not that you're even making it up. The doctors today don't even believe that's being made up. They believe that that has given people the understanding that there's more to life. And I think that that's wonderful that people are getting to experience that. And the, you know, the Indians had been experiencing that for a long time, but so many of their souls are stuck in the earth because they thought earth was God. That was it. They didn't know that there was more. They didn't know that there was incarnation. They didn't know that they should have been moving on. So they're stuck here. They stay here. We have to help their souls and spirits move them on. So at least that's my belief, people. Okay, I'm a medium and that's what I do. So so there's more. So listen to what I said. Go re-listen to today's podcast. My show is over already. Remember the three A's and deal with what's happening. Yes, it's going to get worse before it gets better, but everything gets worse before it gets better. Enjoy the week. Feel some power. Feel control over this. And I'll see you again next week. Let's reinforce all that you're learning here. Keep feeding yourself. This is Unity Online Radio. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. I'm your host, Vincent Jenna. Have a fabulous week. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Laura Worcester, host of the Intuitive Life Podcast. As an intuitive medium and teacher working with the world of spirit, I love to share the peace that comes with the awareness that our departed loved ones are still with us. And I also love to help people explore what it means to live an intuitively led life. Start listening now on mindbodyspirit.fm or wherever you get your podcasts.